Hello. Thank you for downloading the MotoGP Jumpstart podcast. We're going to be talking about the last race in Le Mans that just happened and a little bit about Mugello that is coming up. Hope you enjoy. Wow. What a race. What a fantastic race. I think that was the best race of the year. Um... Uh, absolute masterclass by Lorenzo. He was so far ahead, looked so comfortable. He, I think he had one slightly slow lap, um, but what a show. You enjoy it? So, yeah, talk about the result. So we're talking straight about Lorenzo, but also we've got Rossi's second and big surprises, Mavic Vignales third. Amazing. Yeah, he was nice to see him up there. I mean, he's been the the prospect for so uh, long now. Even when he was, you know, coming through the ranks, everyone was like, Maverick rides differently to everyone else. Um, but the big question with him, of course, is where the hell is he going to go next year? Well, according to... Uh, uh, Lynn Jarvis. Yep. Yeah, that was an interesting. He was very interview. happy to see his three boys on the podium. Exactly. There you go. Yeah, yeah, that was that was telling. I think, um, and I, I think it was a deliberate ploy. He's a smart guy, Lin. Um, he's not messing around, I, unless maybe um, this was part of his way of getting Vinales in the team, making him, you know, bringing him in, making him feel part of the team already, almost making a statement to the press uh, to lead people's belief. So Vinales is halfway there. It could be very orchestrated. Yeah, actually, I was quite surprised to, uh, talking about Vinales, that apparently fired his manager last yeah, week. Uh, th- yeah, last week. Um, presumably over some of this uh, contract, contract dispute. Yeah. Yeah. So the reason why is, is that Vinales has got written in his contract that if he does so well and has so many podiums with Suzuki, he's contracted for another year. And obviously he's going to do that. Now, you can get out of that contract, but you have to buy your way out. Or more to the point, Yamaha needs to buy him out. They've got the cash for it. Um, and... You know, he really seems to be the next big thing. It would be a wise move to get him in there. He's young. And he's doing so well on Suzuki. Yeah, have you noticed as well, like when they're, uh, they're doing the qualifying, Rossi and Vinales, they're always together. Mm-hmm. And I know Rossi um, thinks the world of Vinales and tries to follow him. He says he does different lines. He's got a different style. Uh, it's very fresh. Um and it's very quick. So I don't know if Rossi's just trying to learn something or whether they've got some to little... To teach him something or to s- learn something? To Since when, like, Rossi needs to learn something? Well, you, you should have seen him 10 years ago. He used to ride differently. It's the reason he's been so successful. Is but can you... It changes his, his style. But can you teach Rossi anything, really? I don't think so. Well, you second. It was interesting that... Um, uh, that little show they did at the start, which was a Valentino Rossi tribute, it felt like an obituary. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I was dead. I was watching it, thinking I was almost crying in front of the TV. To be honest with you, I was like, "Is it really dead?" What happened in qualifying? They could use that as an obituary. <laughs> I, I don't know why they were doing it. Um, you know, everybody loves him, but um, I, you know, no, it was a, a little bit much. I thought it was, but um, what a first lap as well. 
they came out of the blocks charging. I mean, these Michelins are meant to be uh, a nightmare. Uh, first thing, they're meant to take a long time to warm up, um, which has slowed down the first lap a little bit. It stopped Lorenzo storming off quite so quickly. Um, but that first lap was absolutely fantastic. It was a bit chaos as well. To yeah. be honest with you, I couldn't breathe at all for the first lap. I was like, "Oh my god, he's going to be some. There's going to be some crashes, <laughs> definitely." Well, th- there've been some crashes, definitely in that race. But the beginning was really tight and really tough for every single rider. Yeah, you're not kidding. There were 13 riders who finished. So nine out. So I know. Actually, there were eight out because Marquez gloriously jumped on his back and just get back to the race and finish it. Yeah, and it paid off. It really paid off. Uh, You know, I got to admire him for that, uh, that you would have thought when his bike was absolutely trashed, you know, there was only half of it left, uh, but he rejoined the race and got some points. But the guys who crashed, so we've got Smith, Mm -hmm. who, of course, is moving next year. Yeah, uh, Folger, the German, the German, he is going to take his bike um, he actually fell this weekend as well. Um, and then we've got the two Ducatis who both <sighs> fell, Dovi and Inoni. I am so heartbroken. Uh, Dovi doesn't deserve it. I mean, uh, for once, yeah, for once, this one uh, no one pushed him. Yeah, this is the first time it was his but fault. But he's so unlucky. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I like him so much. I think he's such a great rider and should definitely <laughs> stay, you know, on... Uh, Ducati. So what what I loved was is the way we were watching it and Iannone went first and we were like, oh, okay, Iannone's fucked it. Uh, Dovey's got the contract. That's it. <laughs> you know, case closed. It's done. And Dovey fell off. It's like, mm, well. okay, okay, okay. Maybe they're going to wait till the next race until they decide. I know, bad day for Ducati. Very bad day. Have you seen the Ducati manager? It was yeah. so down. Yeah. I mean, you you could practically see them turning off all of their TV screens as soon as Dovi went down. They were like, fuck it, that's it. So who do you think is going to stay between Yanone and Dovicioso? This is a question I should be prepared for, but I'm not um, at all. Uh, I I still think Iannone because Dovi is... uh, I love the guy. He seems like a really amiable chap. Um... It's the most English phrase I've ever said in my life. But he's he, he seems really nice, but he he's kind of reached his potential. I completely disagree with you Whereas on this one. Iannone is completely wild and crashes the whole time. But if you can iron out some of those kinks, and remember he's younger, Dovi is 30 now, I believe. Um, Iannone's younger and he's faster over a single lap. I don't think Yanoni is mature enough. And obviously, like, you want to have, like, young rider, but if you see, like, people like, um, no, but like Maverick Vinales, who is very young, but so mature at the same time, and you compare him with, you know, Yanoni, who maybe even is, Yanoni is older, but Dovizioso is focused, is calm, and he proved last year that also he could do, you know, like, very, well, very well. Uh, he's been so unlucky this year, like being out, I think, like three times, oh, but yeah. not even he's, his fault. Like, he's been knocked out a few times, like, he's had mechanical And I think failures. like mechanical issues. <laughs> and I think it's it's only like this race where he committed a mistake on his own. 
So Otherwise, it doesn't commit mistakes. I think, so I you think Dove is your suggesting server. that Crazy Joe isn't Im- is immature. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who's got a CD. <laughs> yeah, what was it? He he, he claims he's uh, called Crazy Joe because he's obsessional about his racing. No, no, no. How does he call a, himself? It's not Crazy Joe. It's, it's got some, a very different meaning. Something different. Uh, yeah, Crazy Joe. That's what he calls it? himself. And, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, no, I, I quite like him. Um, no. I tell you what, though. Um, Sorry to close this topic, but Ducati yeah. definitely for me, Dovizioso should stay. However, however, yeah. the relationship between Dovizioso and Lorenzo is not the best friendship ever. I would say Dovi has got so much respect for Rossi, and you can see like they are good buddies. Say so, I don't know the the combination, Lorenzo Dovi. Not quite sure it would work. It's Lorenzo Iannone, I can't see. They're both princesses. I, 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 I just, I'm not sure <laughs> I could see that. Two queens, yeah. But I'll tell you what, um, moving on from those two, I mean, um, one thing that was quite incredible to see, actually, is um, the speed of those Ducatis. Though. They were absolutely flying. But equally, um, Ducati, definitely the fastest uh, down the straight. But did you see the Suzuki's? They were hanging on to the Yamahas and Hondas with no problems whatsoever. They were rapid. And I loved that battle between um, Aleish and Vinales. I thought that was absolutely incredible. And it's, it's wonderful to see another manufacturer back, um, you know, fighting for the podium. Yeah, definitely. Oh, no, I, I thought that was good. It was also great to see um, the Aspargo brothers fighting. Um, I yeah, thought that actually, was Aleish was not... Um was not too good during the free practices. Uh, he had actually like few issues and coming from actually, I think it was Q1 to Q2 and Q2 he managed, I, I don't remember actually, yeah, like his grid. But yeah, it's actually he's done a very good job. But I wonder whether that Suzuki is really that quick because Alish and Maverick are both superstar riders. They're brilliant. Um, you know, like if you've got to remember last year uh, when Elish was riding that Suzuki, he was riding the wheels off it um, and he was miles ahead of his teammate. I wonder if it's just those two which makes that bike look good. And if you put Maverick on that Yamaha, which, to be honest, is a sensible decision. If I was him, I'd, I'd go to Yamaha. Um, you you got to wonder just how rapid Maverick's going to be. And that little relationship with Rossi might break down somewhat. You know, they're all pals now. As soon as Maverick starts beating Rossi, uh, life might change a little bit. Okay, so Lorenzo going to Ducati. Someone from Ducati leaving. I would say Yanone. Um And then <laughs> Suzuki, Maverick Vignales joining Yamaha. Who's going to take Maverick's back? Um, I have heard some little rumours that it might actually be Iannone. So it might be, because I, I assume that Lorenzo's had a lot to say. Iannone? Where did you get this teammate. info from? <laughs> you got me on this one. You never I talked got, to me about that. I got my ear to the ground. Um and secret might be going over to Suzuki. Um, I saw in the press that said that Pedrosa was going to go over to Yamaha, but I don't see that happening. No. I really don't. Um, I think it would be a big mistake as well. Yeah, it's 
yeah, it's not. It, I don't think it'd be a wise move. I mean, that Yamaha's a consistent bike. It's rapid. Um, it'd be interesting to see what Vinales can do on it. We could have a new Marquez on it. Fresh blood. Yeah, completely. And then that's it. Pedrosa's getting older. Um, Rossi's getting older too. He's not going to stay forever. We know that he's signed up for the next two years, right? But after, we know it's going to happen. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to talk about that because I'm going to cry. But uh, definitely we need actually like young people joining the team. Well, I tell you what, talking about Rossi, um, I thought it was quite interesting today when Marquez absolutely trashed his motorcycle. He um, was riding around the track with only half a fairing, uh, which is quite cool. It's a bit Mad Max. But <laughs> when he was a lap behind, did you see how polite he was to let Rossi overtake? I know. Actually, I quite like Marquez again now. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. He was actually, can you say courtesy in yeah. English? But yeah, yeah it's, it was... I was like, oh my God, Marquez is right in front of Rossi. Rossi is battling to go and try to catch up Lorenzo. It was really and courteous. Now, and I think, you know, like Marquez learned a lot about like, the situation last year and maybe, you know, you want to make it up with Rossi because actually they quite like each other, right? They always liked each other, but this incident oh, last yeah, year obviously they're, they're like, didn't. Actually, it's a love story, right? Within <laughs> MotoGP. <laughs> No, I, I I thought I thought it was courteous. I thought it's maybe kind of that watching the way is Essex, so bad, made in Chelsea. Bad, <laughs> bad blood might be over. Um, I thought that was good, um, and I love the amount of flag waving uh, that, that that you guys do in France. I mean, this is your home MotoGP, albeit you haven't been there yet. Oh yeah, just in case you didn't know, I'm French. <laughs> You, you you need to have a stronger French accent if you want to make that clear. <laughs> <laughs> D'accord. <laughs> but what I what I really liked is, is that I've noticed this at all uh, sports events in France. Yeah, you know the Six Nations or football. We're going to see loads of it in uh, the Euros. Is that you in France? You love to wave a flag. You Frenchies love your flag waving, and I, I like it. And it was just a sea of yellow flags going back and forth. It's not only the flags that we're waving, sorry. <laughs> I, I don't even know what you mean. <laughs> Do you want to get that? <laughs> but what I thought... Um, so, maybe a lot of that flag, flag waving, um, Valentino Rossi flag waving, was because, unfortunately for France, you, you didn't have a particularly good day. Poor Zarco didn't do very well. Laurie Baz um, came Actually, to... no. Laurie Baz done a very good job. He was right in front of Marquez. 12, it was number 12, not number 13. Marquez was the last one. Marquez was... And I was like, wow, Baz in front of Marquez. Wow. Oh, he's yeah, done such a good job. <laughs> Marquez was practically riding with one wheel, though, and one handlebar. His bike was absolutely <laughs> screwed. Yeah, but Baz got him. <laughs> I'm disappointed, though, because um, one thing I love about Zarco is that, you know, when he gets his head down, he's super rapid. But those backflips in a set of leathers um, are, are, are just show. madness. And you should see me trying to get my leg over a motorbike when I'm wearing a pair of leathers. <laughs> it's not graceful. It it it's, it takes a long time. Sometimes I need to grab myself below the knee and give it a swing. They're not easy to move around in. 
No, definitely not. No, it's a real shame for Zarko, to be honest with you. And uh, and obviously for all the people at Le Mans who was actually were, uh, you know, like preparing the French flag and uh, singing the Marseillaise. But uh, it, not, it didn't happen this year, unfortunately. But saying that, we're talking about Zarko who had a very bad time. What about Sam Lowe's? Oh, because he struggled as well that's interesting I think this track is so fucking tricky it is it seems to be one that nobody particularly likes yet some people are super quick at it um, and I know Lowe's was, was struggling all weekend and really didn't manage to get any pace. Um, it's a fantastic uh, track to visit though um, I went there on my bike and you can actually ride around uh, portions of the track um, whilst it's shut which is cool, they're just part of the normal roads so you're driving along then all of a sudden the curbs are uh, striped um, and you can see the stands It's um, it's it, it really is quite a cool place um, uh, but another thing okay. this track is the track where you break the most apparently it's very really? tricky yes and very also interesting to see uh, the uh, the outcome of these tracks this year with new new tires, new Michelin tires. Apparently, it's very really hard. Also, like uh, you have to learn how to brake with them because it's completely yeah, different. Yeah, we saw a lot of crashes. So yes, it's. Uh, Can you believe Carl crashed again? No, did he? I know. I, Carl crashed low. Do you know what? He seems to be a guy that. When he feels the pressure, because he's crashed a lot, he tries harder, and then just just ends up crashing left, right, and centre. Um, it's disappointing, but he wasn't the only one. So there was there was Cal, uh, Smith, Dovi, Marquez, Iannone, Miller, Rabat, and Hernandez. That's a absolutely huge amount of crashes for a single race. Um, I can't believe only thirteen people finished. Um, that's fairly unusual. I mean, in you, you, you know, if you came in last place, you were still scoring points. That's completely bizarre. But that crash where Marquez and Dovi went out at the same time was absolutely bizarre. I mean, it was like synchronized crashing. I think you're gonna see lots of animated GIF on <laughs> <laughs> on uh, on Twitter. Uh, it's it's incredible. It reminds me also when Dovi and Yanoni. Was it Dovi and Yanoni or Krushlo? I don't remember. Like the two guys who crashed at the same time, like two races ago, and they're starting actually running exactly at the same time as well to pick up and the bike. And did you see how quickly Carl moved? <laughs> <laughs> that boy's got speed. He's fit. I know he's a keen cyclist, um, but he can cover some ground. That was impressive. Um, but overall, well, at least anyway. he can cover some ground running. <laughs> oh. Oh. No, oh. I really love, I really love Cal. I really love Cal. I don't know if he's unlucky or he's, yeah, he's unlucky. <laughs> I, I think he just pushes. He's obviously a very good rider. You know, over one lap, he can just dominate. You know, and yeah. in qualifying, he can be phenomenal. Um, I know. I, I really hope he does well, and, I, and I'm worried about. The, the fact he keeps crashing is, you know, where is his future? Are people going to say, you know, Cal, you're quick, but your consistency isn't there. Now, I would hate to see him go. I, I like seeing him there. So Cal is on Honda, right? Yeah. Yeah. So do you think he's going to stay there or not? Uh, do you know, this is one of those questions I feel I should be prepared for, but... Uh, um, Another one, know. right? You don't know. No. Yeah. 
Uh, but because, you know, having a rider who constantly crash. Yeah. I mean, I like constant riders, like Lorenzo. Consistent. Consistent. Sorry. Thank you. Constant suggests uh, <laughs> something more about their bowels. <laughs> I, to be honest, right. I like riders that are consistent but he's also and like constant. A, I, I think, I, I think uh, both, very, both are very important qualities to have. I think he's uh, very consistent in crashing. Is <laughs> unbelievable. No, yeah, sorry, I'm just a bit so, a bit too French, but while well, we were at Le Mans, right? Le Mans, fantastic race. Um, although, uh, yeah, we did no tweets about it because we watched it very late because it was such a, a beautiful day today. Uh, mobile 26 phones. degrees in London, here you go. Yeah, mobile phones and the internet was on shutdown in case we saw the result. Um, you know, not, not looking at any news or anything like that. Uh, so no tweeting. But anyway, um, so Le Mans, fantastic, enjoyed it. But generally, MotoGP. So we covered Vinales, um, Pedrosa, the big question mark, and where where the fuck's he he's going to go? Um, did you notice today that practically every single bike was covered in wings? Yeah, and I was, to be honest, very surprised because people like Marquez and Rossi are not apparently for keeping the the winglets uh the thing that is quite dangerous but they're still using it so i'm i don't know i i don't really get it yeah so th- their fear is marcus got six and he wants to ban the winglets <laughs> i was like what well, you actually make a, cho- a choice man uh, yeah <laughs> i mean their fear is that if um a bike comes into you at speed and they've got these winglets on the side they're like blades and it'll cut through you i mean they're all carbon fiber so they actually are really hard now i honestly believe if you know if that's the biggest issue you just build in um a weak point so if you do hit something they snap off um that's not hard to do it's really not hard to do Uh, but what's interesting well i say that you know and I, (laughs) I, i should probably declare i've got a background in um aerospace engineering so I kind of understand how these things work. And for me, it's fascinating seeing how they're going such different ways. So the um, Yamahas have gone for this massive um, tray-like single wing. Huge, great big thing. Whereas Honda are going for six wings, three on each side, uh, three tiny little ones. Um, And I have to admit, from my knowledge of it, I, I don't think Honda's going the right way. It's very difficult to control airflow over a very small wing, so I'm not sure why they're doing that. So, Rob, uh, maybe you can answer this question, but who did design the first these wings? Um, I, I did about 15 years ago. Oh, goddammit, Rob. But, but, but nobody bought please. into the idea. <laughs> Um, although I have to admit, when I when I was thinking about wings, um, can you answer my question? My uh, uh, yeah, it was Ducati. Ducati started it. Um, Ducati have always been the ones who've okay, had the. So that's why Ducati are very nervous. Crazy about ideas. Potentially banning the wings, right? Because yeah, they it, did do it and they invest, I guess, a lot of money on that. I mean, when I was looking at it, my idea was um, to use it like a Formula One to push you down into the track and to give you a little bit more grip. Uh, but these guys aren't using them for grip. They're using it to keep their front wheel down so when they accelerate really hard, it stops you from wheeling. But 
with the size of those wings, uh, it's not going to have a significant effect until you're over about 70 miles an hour. So, now I want to have your own opinion, not what you're reading in the news. But for you, well, to your point of view, do you think the wings are dangerous or not? Would you keep them or would you ban them? Um, in terms of, okay, uh, good Your question. own opinion. Yeah, good question. In terms of danger, um, I think that's uh, not a real issue because uh, if a bike comes crashing into you, I'm worried about the wheel and the engine hitting me. I'm not worried about a little bit of carbon fibre. And if you're really worried that it's going to cut people, you just build in a very... Um, uh, to, sorry, uh, a, 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 like a fragile point in the middle, a, a place where it will break by design. So if it hits you, it just snaps off. So safety, no, I don't think that's a real issue. Yeah, but, but you said that it snaps off, but it's going to snap off and stay on the track and can cause actually quite big damage, right? Well, like any other part of the bike. That, you know, any part of that. Look at Mark Marquez's bike today. Everything fell to pieces. His whole fairing was gone. That could have been all over the track. But whether I think it's a good idea generally, I'm mixed. Because I think, in one way, this is the premier class. I like to see um, the absolute epitome of technology. I like to see them really push the envelope and, 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 and make these bikes quicker than anything you've ever seen before. That's wonderful. But then equally, the aerodynamics... Um, are possibly the main factor in Formula One. And they kind of have ruined the sport a certain amount because they have made it so expensive. And also, like in Formula One, the aerodynamics play such a key part. They influence so much of the airflow that it makes it more difficult for you to overtake because when you're following a rider behind, you are getting their... Um, kind of laminar airflow that goes over their wings and as soon as you pull out of their slipstream the air is um, all turbulent uh, and, and it makes overtaking uh, very difficult so I, I think it makes the sport a little bit less exciting so banning or not that was definitely a longer answer than you wanted yes. as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's very interesting though but would you ban them or not um no, but I would limit the size of them. So I, I'd, I'd go somewhere in between. MotoGP has always been about technology. Yeah, I think it's quite interesting because it adds another parameter within the strategy. You know, it's not all about the tires and, you know, like the power of the bike and also, you know, like... Um, but it, it's... Well, and you, you the want thing, to... At the same time, I... You know, I'm an old-fashioned lady and, well, <laughs> really? actually I'm quite cool, but uh, I'm against Kindle and all this kind of thing. I'm, it's great because I work in digital industry. But anyway, <laughs> um, so, so digital. But what I love is, you know, just keeping the bag as it is. Don't add wings. For me, it's a bit cheating. Mm. You but know, then at the same time, it's it's nice to see I just want to ban them to have break course everybody records. It's lovely to see when somebody gets, uh, you know, uh, the fastest lap. You are the fastest person to ever gone around that track on a motorcycle. That's exciting, and I you want things to, to move forward. The only problem we have is, um, you know, if you 
have the wings for a little time and then go back and stop having them. It's a little bit like when in the uh, Olympics, uh, people were using drugs absolutely everywhere and they set these world records that were just such a high standard because they were so pumped up that now that uh, I think it's WADA or some kind of US testing agencies come in. um, Yeah, WADA, World, what's it, World Anti-Doping Agency? something along those lines. But now they've come in and they've stopped people taking so many drugs. It's hard to beat the world records. And that's a bit embarrassing. You know, well done. You got a gold medal uh, this year, sir. Uh, but you ran the 100 meters in 30 seconds. You know, it's... it's. It, I know what you mean. I'm, I'm all for progress. Well, let's see how it's going to improve, actually. And what the race direction will say. Are we going to keep them or not? I don't know yeah. if it's actually like the restoration is going to take the decision, but... Uh, it's, it's Dorna, and they've said that for this year, they'll carry on because people have invested money in it. Um, but for next year, they're going to take a decision. And as, as far as I know, there's been no decision yet. And to be honest, Dorna do what the hell they want. Um, I think we were supposed to notice. talk about this in that race. Um, that's what actually I read in the news. That's it. <laughs> Good um, update. Yeah, thank you. Ju- just to talk about another topic and just like my personal emotion. But I felt in that race, like when I heard Rossi talking, you know, like Rossi is really, you know, always over the moon when he's on mm. the podium and it's always the best race ever, etc., etc. But personally, when during the interview, I found him very down and not that excited and not, you know, that proud of the result that I'm actually, I don't know, I'm quite, I'm quite in a rush actually to, 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 to get actually to read his interview and to really understand, you know, like the, what happened during this race, but he was not that pleased or actually didn't show yeah, it. He's coming off the back of Hereth though, where he did so well. But do you know what happened last yeah, year? But, yeah, but it's not Rossi, you know, even if, you know, like he's always, you know, very positive, optimistic. He said like, yeah, it was good, you know, like in terms of points for the championship. However, I didn't find him that, you know, like emotional, that excited, mm. that that lively. I found him a bit down. Well, you got to remember that the, the, these guys, you know, fighting their teammate is the most important thing. And Lorenzo won. But it's, it's weird. If you look at the results from last year, uh, if we're going back to Le Mans, um, or as Le Mans, as all the Spanish writers seem to call it. Le Mans. Le Mans. Le Mans. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, uh, Lorenzo won, or Lorenzo, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm going to be critical of pronunciation. Uh, he won second, Valentino Rossi. Okay. Third, Davizioso, who crashed. Fourth, Marquez, who crashed. Fifth, Iannone, crashed. Sixth, Smith, crashed. Seventh, Aspargaro, who um, he was fourth. Didn't crash. Which one? Uh, Which brother? No, he was sixth today. Paul Eilish. Uh, Paul, sorry. Eighth, Hernandez, who crashed. And then ninth, Vinales. So the results, if you... Are consistent. Yeah, (laughs) if you look at last year's results and take out all the people who crashed, actually, they're not that different. But um, but anyway, we should move on. Because what have we got next? What is the next race in uh, two weeks' time? Guys, it's Mugello. And if only I could remember. Now, why is it that you are 
um, so f- familiar with the schedule that you know that Magello is next? Well, I would say that on the 19th of May, I would be flying to Mugello. Um That's, no, to Florence, sorry. To Pisa. To Pisa, yeah. We got Driving eventually. to France. We only and have to name three cities. Curiously, we next weekend is going to be uh, the Mugello track. And I think we're going to be live there. Yay! Yeah, we'll do our first uh, live podcast from Italy. Now, Mugello seems to be one of the absolute favourites, not just for the riders, but the fans as well. So I'm really, really looking forward to it. I think it'll be fantastic. Yeah, I think it's going to be a bit noisier than actually this podcast and a bit more fun. Yeah, <laughs> there'll, be some, there'll be some background noise because we'll, 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 I think we've got to uh, record whilst we're watching. I think that'd be good. Yeah, but what's going to happen? Are we going to take the mic with us? I mean, like we need to talk a bit, a bit more about logistic, because <laughs> I don't think we're quite ready. Uh, we're just, we're but just definitely, I'm so excited like to have this podcast next week in Italy. We'll just and go sit on the plane with the Bloody Mary. Yeah, what could no, go wrong? Bloody Mary? Seriously? <laughs> no, it has to be like a Chianti or something Italian. <laughs> right, uh, but surely we'll have a pint in our up. hand and uh, and to talk, you know, like more about the race. But it'll be interesting. So last year um, in Mugello, do you know who won? Tell me that's Rossi. No. Damn it. No, um, it was Lorenzo. Lorenzo. Um, Jorge won again. Um, second was Ian Noni. Which, you know, for a man who's fighting for his contract at the moment, you know, if he's fast at that track, this could be very important for him. Uh, third was Rossi. That makes up the podium. Um, but, um, sorry, entirely English interest here. Uh, Smith was fifth. That's not uh, too bad, actually. It's a very good result. It is good. Um, no, it's very good. And, and uh, Vinales was seventh. But that Suzuki is so different to how it was last year. So... I think Mugello is going to be a fantastic race. I think Jorge, after today's demonstration, is at the top of his game. Iannone's got a point to prove, and it's Rossi's home race. I mean, that's a serious competition. And Marquez Fell, I think he's going to be full of rage, and he definitely wants to be on the podium that time. Well, he's fighting for the championship, isn't he? That did him no favours today. Indeed, yeah. Um no, I really did him no favours. And of course, don't forget uh, Davizioso. He fell last year. Um, so oh, poor guy. God damn it. I hope he's not going to fall again. Oh. And it, you'll never guess who else fell last year. Um, he's British. <laughs> <laughs> crash low? Oh, Cal, please don't crash in this next one. Please, <laughs> please. Um, he was fast though. He was doing good lap times. Uh, Marquez fell. Yeah, Davizio f- so fell. Bradle fell. Um, Alicia Spargaro fell. Jack Miller fell. It did a very complex track. I mean, with it's this, Italian. It's yeah, just emotional. Just, that's it. Yeah, it's emotional. But with also like these new tires, you never know what's going to happen because I think they're all quite testing the new tires, even if they are live and fighting for the championships. <laughs> they are still well, trying what, the tires. What I'm really hoping is that they're going to have real problems with the tires because um, the temperature is too hot. Well, I hope it's going to be too hot. <laughs> Even yeah. if, you know, it's Rossi in- is very good in the rain and I always hope it's going to rain, but I redo it. Do not hope it's going to rain next week. Entirely uh, two, two weeks self-interest. Time, no, fantastic. No, it's going to be good. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to be live next week. 
Um, so expect a little bit of uh, background noise. Uh, we'll do our best to, 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 to make a decent podcast in the circumstances. Um, but otherwise, uh, thank you for listening, everyone. Um, and uh, I hope you enjoy the next race at Mugello. We'll speak then. Take care. Bonne soirée, everyone. <laughs>